Welcome to the Gebhard Baron podcast, the podcast where curiosity has no limits. The podcast that brings you captivating stories and thought-provoking discussions. I'm Gebhard Baron. Stay with me as we break open the Word of God for your life. Hey guys, I'm Gebhard Barent and today I want to speak to you about have you ever been hurt by the church? Have you ever been hurt by the church? And most likely if you've been listening to this or are listening to this right now, you might say, yeah, I've been hurt by the church. Now, first and foremost, I want us just to clarify something. Often when people say, I've been hurt by the church, they don't really mean that they've been hurt by the church itself. They are referring to one, two, three, four, five people. We can't really say the church. It's too big, a, too big a concept. Because who are the church? Who is the church? The church is a group of imperfect people chosen by the Lord with the Spirit of the Lord placed inside of that group of people. And this group of imperfect people with the Spirit of the Lord on the inside of them has been tasked with a heavenly mandate. So we cannot expect that the church is going to be perfect. We cannot expect that the inhabitants of the church will be perfect we have to understand how jesus sees his church and we also have to understand that in the last days according to hebrews chapter number 10 verse number 25 the bible encourages us do not neg neglect the gathering together of the saints in other words the closer the time comes for the coming of the lord jesus christ more and more people will simply fall away from the church and they will get various reasons. They'll be busy. They'll become offended. They'll become angry. Life will get them. Uh, the cushion will get them. Late sleeping will get them. Whatever the case might be, we're going to see a great falling away. And I want to petition you and I really want to ask you, do everything you can in this year, 2024, to not fall away from the church. Get up, make that appointment with God and keep the appointment. But often what people will say, they will speak badly about the church. And it doesn't matter what church, any church, they'll speak about the church. Now, the first thing I want you to understand is that church is Jesus' bride. It's Jesus' wife. So when you speak about somebody else's wife, you are going to get in trouble with the husband. You can't say you like me, but you don't like my wife. That's an insult to me. In other words, we can't say we're in right relationship with Jesus if we don't like his wife this does not make sense we can't say we love the lord but we don't like people these two things are contradictory to one another therefore i want to take you to the scripture in revelation chapter 1 and verse number 12 and 13 and explain to you what the word of the lord says the bible says and being turned i saw seven golden candlesticks and in the midst of the seven golden candlesticks one like unto the Son of Man. This is the, the scripture that speaks about John turning around and seeing the Son of Man, that's Jesus the Christ, glorified. And being turned, he sees Jesus in between seven golden candlesticks. Now, the golden candlesticks here is important for us. Golden year is the, or the word golden year is the Greek word krusos. You spell it C-H-R-U-S-O-S. And it means pure. It means brilliant. It means a company of people that has gone through the furnace again and again. And the more they've gone through the furnace and the more, the more heat that was applied, the more dross surfaced. In other words, the church that's spoken here about is an imperfect group of people that has been going through the furnace, going through the fire again and again and again and again and again. And each time they go through the fire, 
more dross surfaces, more impurities surfaces, but Jesus still sees his bride as brilliant. He sees his bride as pure. In other words, Jesus places an immense value upon his church. But then he goes on and he says that this church, he refers to them as the golden candlesticks. Now, this word candlesticks is very important for us because the Greek word candlesticks is the Greek word luchnos. Now, luchnos is important for us to understand because luchnos was, and you spell that if you're taking any notes, if you're listening to this podcast, the word luchnos is L-U-C-H-N-O-S. And this word luchnos really was a very common lamp. It was a household lamp that people would have carried around in their hands in New Testament times. And as they would carry around these lamps, these candlesticks, inside of these candlesticks were oil. There was a wick in it. And there was, of course, light that came out of it. But these candlesticks, these common household um, candlesticks, these common household candlesticks, or yeah, candlesticks, that's or lamps, uh, maybe a better word for it, um, to describe it to you was made out of clay now this is the picture i want you to get before we continue our fascinating conversation if you head over to gebartbaron.com forward slash partner you can select a partnership deal that suits you perfectly so that you can become part of the gebart baron family and build out the kingdom of god that when the Bible refers to candlesticks, it really is referring to you and me. In other words, you and I are made out of clay. And because we're made out of clay, we are brittle. We're going to break. Sometimes we're going to be sensitive. Sometimes we're going to carry impurities. But God still chose us as His Son's bride. And He chose us so much so that He placed His Spirit inside of us and which refers to the oil that is also seen in the luchnos or also seen in the candlesticks and he also placed a wick inside of us now what would have happened is if you had this oil in your place this wick in this wick refers to the word of the lord the wick would have been drenched of oil and then if the wick was lit light will come out of the lamp and it will come out of the mouth of the lamp now this is very interesting because it paints a picture once again of the church you and i are filled of the holy spirit we should be filled with the word of the lord the word of the lord and the oil of god's spirit in our life should be lit up so that out 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 of our mouths can can come the light of the word of the lord this is why the bible says men should not hide our candlesticks under a bushel we should shine it out there to the world and we should display it we should put it out there we we should show it now interesting when you go into the scripture and you look at this specific place or the specific part of scripture you find that the bible says jesus says i know thy works i know thy works now the word know here is the greek word ioda um, you spell that O-I-D-A and basically means I'm well aware of what's going on. I'm well aware of what's happening in your midst. I'm well aware of what's happening in the church. I'm well aware of what's happening in your life. 
And this word know appears more than 300 times in the New Testament alone. In other words, what I want you to understand is when the Bible says that Jesus says, I know, I know what's happening in my church. Jesus knows basically everything. And what you and I should do, you and I should do everything in our power not to become offended. You and I should do everything in our power not to, to allow anything to bring this unity between us and our fellow brethren or us and other Christians because if we do so, you and I will carry no power. We have to understand as soon as you and I allow her to enter our hearts, our hearts get captured very quickly by offense. And again, that word offense is the Greek word scandalizo. And it means, it's actually where you get your English word scandal from. And that word scandalizo means to be trapped, to be hooked, to be baited like a fish, um, like a bird, etc., etc. But what I wanted to do in today's podcast, I wanted to for you to understand how Jesus sees the bride, how Jesus sees the church. He sees the church as golden. He sees the church as brilliant. He sees the church as pure. Now, you might not have the same feelings. You might not even feel like, ah, oh, the church is brilliant, or I like the church, or I love the church. Well, my friend, if you love Jesus, you have to love His bride. Jesus died for people. All of us has fallen short of the glory of God. All people will make mistakes. And I like what one of my mentors say, you know, all people's feet are made of clay. This is why you cannot trust in people. You trust in the Lord, your God, and you love people. You have to love people. You have to give people the benefit of the chance. And if people have hurt you, then I want to encourage you. The time is too late for you to get stuck up by somebody else's shortcoming. Rather, forget, forgive, and let go. I'll say it again. Forget forgive and let go in other, in actual fact when jesus says if your brother has sinned against you even 70 times a day forget forgive let go forgive forget let go you can say oh but Gabriel, if if they hurt me 70 times in a day how must i do this well according to jesus he said forgive forget and let go this is why the disciples, of course, responded, Lord, increase our faith. Because they thought to themselves, listen, if we need to forgive people that have wronged us so many times, uh, how can we do this? You see, as Christians, what we like to do, we like to let other people feel really, really bad at what they did to us before, they, we, before we forgive them. We want them to feel like little worms. We want them to feel like, ah, oh, they are the rubbish of this world. And if they don't show enough repentance according to our view of things and according to how we feel we have been robbed by them or hurt by them, we get offended and angry all over again. My friend, it's not worth it. Your destiny is too big. The purpose of the Lord is too big. The plans of the Lord for your life is too big. Don't let people stay in your heart. Forgive, forget, and let go. And I want to encourage you, it's too late of an hour to be hurt by anybody. Rather choose to love people with all of your heart, with all of your mind, and with all that is within you, and let your light shine. Lastly, I want to encourage you, please do not, in circumstances where you feel hurt, the easiest way is to go to the Lord 
And then after you've gone to the Lord, go to your church leadership. After you've gone to the church leadership and you've told your brother, it's also straight. And again, I want to encourage you, go to your brother straight. Sort it out. Be a man and woman of God and go on. There is too much that God has called you for. God wants to do great things through your life. And maybe today, as I've been speaking, you've been thinking about a person. You've been, oh, I must, maybe this one, maybe that one. My friend, whoever you've been hurt by, whoever has offended you, whoever has even had any form of hurt to you that you need to forgive, forgive them, let it go. Your life is too valuable. Your purpose is too valuable. Your destiny is too valuable. Your future is too valuable. Don't hold on to nothing. Let it go. Forgive, forget, and let it go. And lastly, I want to encourage you. Remember how Jesus sees his bride. He sees his bride as pure. He sees his, wife, his bride as of high worth. And so should you. I hope you've learned a lot today. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. If you have, please give us a share. Please comment as well because it helps us spread the word of the Lord and reach more people with the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. This is Gebhard Barrent. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. More to come. Bless you and may you increase this year like never before. If you've enjoyed today's episode, we encourage you to share it with your friends, your family and colleagues. Help us to spread the word and invite others to join us on this quest for knowledge and heaven's inspiration. As always, remember to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. And until we meet again, keep learning and pushing forward into the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ.